live with episode 91 hmm. of The Christian Artist. So wow. that's exciting. This that is The Christian exciting. Artist. Uh, welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, I'm Caleb. I'm Connor. And this uh, is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. We totally did that weirdly mm-hmm. and just different than we've ever done it before, but that's okay. I kept and looking over at you. You like, know what I just second. realized? It's been so long since we've done this. Give me one second. Just talk. Uh, Hi. This is, uh, <clears throat> this is the Christian artist. <laughs> Caleb is fixing something with the lighting, I think. Uh, totally forgot to. Okay. To and now I cannot see. Because <laughs> now we, we, we actually look somewhat okay. All right. On the camera. Anyway, this is the Christian artist, everybody. Um, welcome, welcome. Um, glad. W- w- Glad to glad be you're back. All here. Yeah, glad to be after back. After a four-week hiatus or something like that, because something Caleb like that. wasn't as smart as his microphones. That is not the reason. Oh, okay. So first week, it was. I don't think anybody cares. Wait, what was been, what's been happening on Monday? I honestly don't think anybody cares. I think we should just go on with the episode. Yeah, it was a combination of a bunch of things. A lot really of it matter. was like, a lot of it was like Christmas break, um, mm-hmm. and just like craziness surrounding that. Oh yeah, it was Christmas break, and then craziness surrounding that, and like Anna was in town, and so it was uh, that sort of thing happening. There was a girl involved. Yeah, there's a girl involved. That's always what happens. Mm. And then, you know, uh, I had a winter class, and so I was really busy with that. And then, I still don't think anybody cares about your excuses. And last Monday, or no, 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 two months ago, it was. Um, the voice it was the microphones right which still wasn't working and I needed to get that fixed and then last Monday I part of it was you kind of forgot like because no I it, didn't forget last one's, last Monday no you specifically forgot last Monday you never even mentioned it to me I specifically made a decision and was like okay we're not going to do it this Monday because it doesn't seem like Connor even knows that it's happening and then also okay. like I wanted more time to because again I was getting re- getting finished with my class and I still don't think stuff. anybody cared but this this the, and it was funny is this like yesterday mm-hmm. this Monday it was also about a girl because <laughs> went to JJ's, JJ's uh, but not in the game. same way no no, no. no okay um, but I mean we're still doing it like it, it was just a postponing rather than a cancellation right. um, but this was the only week I think we can actually blame you in the last several but it was weeks. just yesterday we did it the day after so <laughs> right, I know I'm just saying like but then you were late to this too so because you had to go to the grocery store that was also store. for a girl <laughs> our, mother. Our, mother. our mother yeah. <laughs> once again not in yeah, the same way definitely not in the same way yeah um anyway but yeah so so here so today we're doing today stuff. we're we decided that um after after talking with a couple of our uh, younger listeners and them being like them going through our episodes and really liking the world building episodes we were like you know what that was a lot of fun well the brainstorming episode oh, brainstorming we did, we did one that was because we what we did was we were going to do a world building episode right and then we were like we liked that so much that we're like hey let's do two other episodes that are each focused on a different aspect of like coming out story so we you know the world building one was let's build a setting and then make a story about it right Right. and then next one was speculative fiction and characters and then speculative fiction and plot and so we are going to do part two of that trilogy um we're gonna do another another three episodes here um talking about speculative fiction 
and the different approaches you can take to brainstorming stories. And so speculative fiction, for those who do not know what we're talking about, um, is our favorite umbrella genre of fiction. It encompasses mainly fantasy, science fiction, and horror. Those are the three main ones, but then all other sorts of subgenres that are surround those things. Um, so anything that has to do with like make-believe settings, creatures, magics, technologies, any of those sorts of things where you speculate on what might be rather than what is, that is speculative fiction. And that is our favorite type of story. Because my favorite type of story is the gospel. Um, but speak for yourself. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> just show me up, I guess. That's fine. Uh, I realized I left my tea over there. But I guess the gospel isn't fiction. I nope. guess that's the differentiation. Wow. How <laughs> dare you. <laughs> now. Wow. How did you... Okay. So. Um, but yeah. We're coming at it from the setting first. Yep. We're going to do it in the same and... order. So we're going to start with speculative fiction and setting. So, so we're going to create a story by first making a world. Making a setting. And since we make an interesting setting, then we'll decide the character from there on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, I have the good old World Builders Guidebook here. It's one of my favorite books growing up. I believe that I did indeed have this with us last time yep. when we were coming up. But it world. wasn't on video. Um, it wasn't on video. And right. to be honest, it's not the same book because... My, the other one my original apart. copy is literally like just completely torn apart because oh, I yeah. used the heck out of that thing um, like constantly just always making up random fantasy worlds and stuff um, and so I looked at eBay and I was like you know I want another version of this that I can actually you know use how much is that uh, it was like 20 bucks so that's not, not too bad, bad. okay yeah. so it's um, not like some you know, rare it was a used edition copy. Of... it was a used oh, copy well, yeah. so it's not like in you know, super great condition necessarily. There was like a couple of like mint condition ones that were like at like a hundred bucks or something. But okay. Um, but yeah, so this is a nice handy little book. You again, you can find the used copy on eBay for like twenty bucks if you're all interested in like f primarily fantasy world building. Um, this is primarily used. Uh, this is from you know it's a advanced Dungeons and Dragons book. Um, second edition. You just got rid of half of our listeners, Caleb. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> yeah. is demonic and evil. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a role-playing game book, and so it's based for it's you know originally made for an old version of Dungeons and Dragons, and so it's you know what, so you can you make a can't it again. stop. <laughs> We're talking about this on the podcast. If you're not with us now, you're never gonna be. With us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's it's originally made for that, and so it has that in mind. But it's also very useful if you are a writer interested in fantasy and want a cool tool to make up worlds. So that's a cool thing. Um, another random product that I will I don't promote just why? because I'm why thinking about just... it. Is <laughs> the thing I just started started doing. This is, has to do with like people getting to know us. Remember Connor talking about our lives. Uh, I just got, I just got a program called Otherworld Mapper, which is a super cool program where you can map like continents and stuff and and dungeons and cities. Um, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do with it but it has like super cool art and like a really intuitive mapping thing so if you're ever interested in like cartography like fantasy cartography that's also a thing that you might be yeah that's to look into. that's pretty, pretty cool. sticking cool it's pretty cool yeah. i've been messing around with it and it is a very good program i've been looking for like a good map maker like that for a while now and it, it hits all of my buttons the right buttons for me like it's basically exactly what i need so that's nice 
that all right? So anyway, let's now get let's on to world in. building. Okay. Okay. So do we? I mean, do we literally just want to like open this up? I and, say like, we roll on a roll, random table. Roll on a random table. Okay. Um, and just see what do happens. Do you mind grabbing that little pouch of dice that's up there on the top shelf? The, top, oh. on the shelf, the second shelf. The like brown pouch. So uh, some people at or yeah, some of my students. Whoa. Some of my students um, at um, the freshman group that I I teach um, at our for church, our church for our church um, on Wednesday nights they've been just giving me dice randomly. Yeah. <laughs> they just been like Caleb, we don't like your dice. You need better dice. And so they gave me like two different sets of like polyhedral dice, which was very sweet. Uh, which is super cool. Yeah, I was super appreciative. And so I'm gonna go ahead and pop out the D hundreds. I think I think that's what we have to roll on. Which is a 2d10s, basically. So that is. and That's great, kid. Thanks for clarifying. It's not like... I mean, technically, you can get like a, a giant 100-sided mm -hmm. dice, but... But that's, <laughs> that's not obnoxious. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we're just going to roll on this random table and see what happens. Uh, what is this table? World Hooks? World Hooks. This is the perfect thing for... Come up with a random idea <laughs> for a world. <laughs> like, it's perfect for that, so... Um, what if it's something really boring? Are we just going to go with it? I don't know. We'll just, I don't know. Uh, uh, Carly, you get to vote on it because you're probably <laughs> you're like one of the only people actually watching this, right? Um, so you give us a thumbs up if you like like the like thing. Okay. So there's a couple of different things here. So first, it you roll and it's like the basic characteristic. Um, so either climate or landform, sites of interest, cultures, situation, or historical. So that they have different things you can roll on after that. So, our first roll is 43, which means cultures. Ah, oh, yes. So, we're rolling a d12. Eight. Oriental. Oriental culture? Oriental culture. All Let's right. read the description. So, the principal cultures of the campaign are... So, campaign as in, like, role-playing campaign. Because, again, this book is originally built for that. Um, the principal cultures of the world are oriental or fantastic oriental in flavor. Or at least the, the part of the world that we'll focus on. The story of story you make up. Um, medieval Japan, China, or India are all good examples of so everybody that just could be tastes Oriental. So it's like everything is Chinese food. No, I don't understand. Why is the flavor Oriental? It's kind of strange. Carly, say boo, chat. Say boo in chat because of that horrible, mm. horrible pun. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> so are we? Are we? Are we sold on that? As an because we can like roll again too and like mix and match too. Right? Right. Um, I think that there's probably a good starting point, right? Like, Oriental plus something else. Like, whatever else we roll on this. You down with that? That sounds fun. Okay. I'm, I'm totally okay with this because I'm literally Taking learning Japanese. Japanese class, right, so yeah. I'm, I got Japanese on the brain right now. Anyway, so let us roll again. <laughs> 54, which is Cultures. also culture. So we're going to roll it again. <laughs> Six, so that's climate or landform. Okay, that should be interesting. So it's a D16. So the way to do a D16 is to do a D6 and a D8. And it's a four through six, so it's a D8 plus eight, so that's 12. Uh, let's see, swamp. Swamp Japanese. Oriental swamp? <laughs> yep, Carly said boo. Haha. <laughs> 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 of course she did. Traitor. So let's see, swamp. Uh, the entry on here says large portions of the world are inundated lowlands. Um, I don't actually know how to pronounce that word. Inundated or inundated? Inundated? Probably inundated. Inundated. 
Lowlands. And then they did. One of those. Lowlands. <laughs> Arable land is a precious commodity, and hunters or gatherers are more likely than sessile agrarian cultures. Um, I don't know. Are we, are, we, are we cool with that? It's not the most interesting thing in the world, but well, I feel well, like well, that's why it's... I mean, no, because I feel like that's cheating. No, I mean, no, like one more time and, and add all three of them together. Right? Because like de- there's not the... Well, that's the thing. Like, it's not... The the hook isn't quite there yet. Right. Where we're starting to build something here. Okay? It's so interesting. Oriental right. cultures yeah, and, plus and the, a swamp. And the hook has to be the world. So if we don't have something, like, gripping yeah. yet, then so we're going to we start wanna, filling stuff do in. Do we want to roll on sites of interest? No, we don't want to do sites of interest, because that would definitely be for a RPG campaign. Um, let's do situation or historical. Which one of those should we roll on? Uh... So historical will be like some some ancient. Um, I see a situation. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so this is the current for situation sure. for yeah. like the story that we're gonna tell. Okay. Carly said, "I'm not a traitor. How dare? How dare? How dare?" <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. So that's nine. Magical. Magical situation. So the entry for that says. An unusual condition or consequence alters the working of magic. For example, wizard magic may be segregated into intolerant schools or guilds. Magic may have unforeseeable side effects, such as wild surges or defiling, or priestly magic may be changed in some way. So this is mainly, or alternatively, this can describe a pervasive magical curse or condition that affects the entire setting. Robert, Robert Jordan's Jordan's Wheel of Time series is one example of many. If you don't, if you don't know um, the, what that's talking about, um, there uh, used to be two parts to the magic in the Wheel of Time series and um, like a male side and a female side and all of the males went insane and any any um, male who um, got the magic would like go irrevocably mad uh, and okay. kill all of their all family right. members. That's interesting. Um, so that's that's idea. And so only females in the setting now have magic where if you are a male and you start getting magic, they just kill you because you're going to go insane right. and kill everybody you love. Um so we could do something like but how that. Do they, how do they know if that theory gets changed? Oh, well, that's that's completely... that's part of the series, right. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't read Real right. Time. I, I need to get to it eventually. Um, so I mean, the 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 initial uh, description here is mainly because you have a preconception of Dungeons and Dragons magic, but I think one of the things to say. So we could either go with an idea of you know just an interesting magic system. You just come up with an interesting magic system that would combine oriental culture and swamps or i said we, we take say, an existing um idea surrounding magic mm-hmm. some some classic idea of magic and twist it and then twist it on it because it's yeah, i like that yeah. or maybe like magic used to work like this certain way maybe like everybody used like a voodoo type of magic maybe like, like a way of kings kind of thing and, and then the it changed or, right. right yeah somehow uh okay yeah i'm done with that uh and you know what let's roll on historical just because okay because why not? Let's just get all of them in here. <laughs> One. Ancient warfare. Ooh, okay. So that obviously means ancient warfare. That's a very Words of Radio, not Words of Radio, a Stormlight Archive kind of a deal. A war or catastrophe of epic proportions, civilization annihilated in the distant past, leaving right. scattered ruins and dangerous or corrupted patches of landscape in its wake. So maybe this created the swamps. How do you... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how swamps get created. Well, um, I can look that up though. That's a great. Yeah, no, that you should you should definitely look that up because I don't want to guess and sound like an idiot. 
because it, it's possible right that whatever this ancient war was it, yeah it it caused swamps uh how do swamps develop uh let's see okay salt swamps are formed by seawater flooding and draining which exposes flat areas of intertidal land um regularly flooded protected areas develop mangrove swamps in tropical and subtropical regions mangroves will grow in pure sand at the edge of the sea Huh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, we could go with that, right? Like, we could say, because it says salt swamps are formed by seawater flooding and draining. Um, so a bunch of water benders. Of land. So, well, I mean, basically, right? Like, the What idea if we of... just took the idea of an ever-flowing, like, you know, you know, like in Dungeons and Dragons, how they have those, like, ever-overflow, like, um, in infinite flasks oh, of water? Oh, flasks of unending water or whatever? Yeah, yeah, what if we did that where somebody literally just, like... Created Did an I... expanse of, of water that created water in the world. So the world didn't ha used to have that much water. It's not flooding. There's literally more water now than there was There's before. There's literally more water. Okay. Yeah, I can see. Okay, so we can go with that. And, and like, literally, it's just, like... So literally, like, the, 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 the problem of the setting right now, right, is that the swampland continually is encroaching mm -hmm. upon the dry land. Right, and so water keeps there. Are, there's continuously more and more water. It's it's not the fact that the sea mm. is flooding in. It's literally that more water is being created, and they can't stop it. Oh, so the entire world is just gonna flood. The, the entire world. Okay, is just that's flooding very more and interesting. More. <laughs> and it and it goes at a slow pace enough where it's like nobody's really trying to fix it. It's slow enough where it's like and nobody okay. knows the source, right? Right. It was just some ancient curse. Um. So I'm imagining, I mean, so we could, we could go straight into classic Oriental and do the four or the five elements, right? We could, we could do like, you know, Shigunja of the different elements, right? Mm -hmm. And we could say that like they got into a war, right? The different elemental like factions, whatever, mm -hmm. right? And then the water. What's the fifth people, faction? Spirit, Obviously water. Or spirit or void, depending on the, the, um. The Asian so, culture. So water and void work, started working together and just created an ever-flowing mm -hmm. um, water source from the void. Right, right. So it's dark magic. And so that's why it's a swamp and now and right. not um, not like the ocean, right? It's, right. It's creating dark, dismal, a dark, dismal ecosystem where what if the, water the vegetation... Is like Right, like yeah. the vegetation just continues to die, right? Right. And so fungi is prim so the like the the thing that happens when a land gets you know uh, when a forest, for example, gets like flooded, right? The trees just start to die. Mm -hmm. Fungi just grows everywhere, and then after like the fungi dies because it doesn't have anything to decompose anymore, it's just black water, right? Like, and it's all that's that. really interesting. Right? Wow, why are, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just and it was just that's just a cool line for a book, is, there and then there was and then he saw black water, you know and then or there's there's pools of black water mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like what like, if the it's first like line the, of the book the, is... the black water should be kind of like oil, but it's not it's not oil mm -hmm. but it separates with water like oil, right so it's not exactly water it's something more mystical than that and, and, and so it should be like like literally the black water pools together. And like it has like a mind of its own. They it treats itself like it's an entity, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like people start thinking it's an entity because it moves. 
like the water like sticks together and so, and so do we want different pools right do we want the ultimate like problem or solution rather to the problem literally be the person finds the unending source of water and puts the cap back on <laughs> right is that <laughs> the so ending funny. of the story i mean um, i feel like that's lame but i feel like it's so well, I mean, interesting that's the thing right like you could you can make it not be like a little flask right you can make right. it be like a fountain right you have <laughs> like, to stop or something. i feel like that's just lost yeah exactly uh, except um, this one is already like out and you have to plug it yeah so i mean so i mean let, let's start there right like what is the thing that happens what that if, okay so so i'm thinking it might be interesting to like just to, to start with the history a little bit what if they weren't trying to destroy the earth what if what if the there was like a, a drought and water was leaving so, the world at mm-hmm. a at a um a rapid pace and so they created a giant thing of water to help balance it out but they went too far mm-hmm. and then they died and nobody else knew how to recreate it and so they just ended up living with the fact that water is now going to keep rising forever until no, everybody dies. I, I think I really like the idea of that being a mystery, right? Like that people don't know what the cause of this is, and I and I like the, I like the initial no, idea. No, I, no, I, no, I like the initial idea of the water and right. the void factions, right? Like getting no, together. I, and yeah, no, I don't. Dark, nobody knows that. Out. I'm just saying for our sake, that's what happened. I don't think so. Okay. No, because because okay. then it creates this weird. And I think it's a little bit too much in the terms of backstory that we don't need, right? Like, because then it, we have to think about the, the okay with the places that used to have the drought or whatever. Like, what's different there? Or rather, a world that was completely fine, just slowly being encroached by water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it adds it adds some simplicity to the to the to the world building that that allows us to well to be able to like see the effects of different terrain types being slowly drowned by this but like not have to worry about another magical thing that happened in the past right right okay that's um, fine so one thing i want to figure out like what's what's different in so if we're going to use the elements we're going to use fire water air earth and void as our elements right and, and that makes sense for like an oriental sort of culture um what what's different between this and avatar for example right like there is no avatar well of course that's one example right? but like <laughs> what, what's the what are the, what's the magic that you can use who who are the people who can use this magic why is it related to the elements and no idea. you know like what can you do with it couldn't tell you my my initial idea is that we we base it on the binding of like elemental spirits maybe um and so you have like, um, not to the extent that you had, remember you had that one idea once where it was like all elementals and you could like create elemental or anything. Right. It's not that it's that it's like literal, literal, like spirits, spirit, like, like, like spirit elements, elements, right? Yeah. And exists. you so can like bind them and shape them to your will. Every right? time a fire dies, a fire spirit is created. So if you have a giant fire that's eventually put out, it's literally wow, just a dead fire. Really interesting. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. <laughs> okay, hmm. so and then every time like every water time, like, dies, water dries up. Yep. Like a pond, and it has to be yep. like a uh, like a discernible. Like if we're thinking about this in terms of like Brandon Sanderson realmatics, right? Mm-hmm. 
like non-living entities have minds to them or have right. intent to them in some some fashion and so like in this setting right and that's a very oriental thing though like to to imagine that a pond views itself as a pond right, right? it's not each individual water droplet it is a pond and it's that way because we perceive it as, as that and because it it perceives itself as that and so we have the you know the the idea of um yeah, like, right, like, um, when a pawn dries up, you can, you know, summon the ghost of the pawn. You can bind the ghost of the pond, right? And if an ocean dried up, you could bind the ghost. Well, that's probably what happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> they dried up a world ocean <laughs> and bound the spirit of the ocean and then just, like, can, can, you know, infused it with a, like, bound it with a spirit of darkness mm-hmm. and then set it loose or something um so carly says if the infinite source of water has been there a while wouldn't it be underwater it would be even harder to find it and less of a lame ending just to just close slash block it and i think that's that's really interesting because then you have to because i like the idea of maybe like the water people you know the people who are you know related to the water however we do this because it's not not like a water tribe necessarily in the same way but like whoever is obviously their atlantis exists and aquaman is is um (laughs) right guarding it well, and well, trying no, to take over the world with i the like black the water. idea this is the thing i like the idea right that the water people in this world are the stigmatized right because they join like because void was the enemy right right and the water people joined with him joined with void mm-hmm. to defeat the other people because of pride or whatever and so you know the, everybody hates the water people but you, you to actually solve this problem you have to gain the trust of a water person right of a person who can bind water spirits because that's the only per- person who can get you to the bottom of the ocean, right? <laughs> right? To, or to the midst of the, the black oil swamp to like solve this problem, right? To actually like close the the eternal fountain oh, that's, forever. That's such an interesting idea because if the black water ha- is, is, is more of an entity than anything else is, and, and, and in the sense that it actually moves and it like has some sort of mind to it, it, it could there could be a lot of tricking going on where like the black water is pooling in a specific place where the black water isn't coming out from and so it's like it like the black water is misleading the characters as the story goes mm-hmm. i can see that carly says evil aquaman <laughs> yes yep exactly um, wow. Okay, so this let's really let's let's start with All that. Of, okay, so well, uh, well, I'm thinking though, just just for mm-hmm. just for, uh, exploration of the world we just created, sake. Like, if somebody wanted to make some sort of magical thing, they would make a fire and make it big and let it burn for a while and then kill it. So yeah, if that is the idea, right? If 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 that's so, is that the only thing you can do? Is that the only um, way the magic doesn't work? Is you have to kill an element right yeah i think you so. can bind the like as it's passing right yeah as it's passing you bind the spirit of the of whatever element it was so what is it like when you i like, mean mine, i'm sure i'm sure there's a like a what? or something like how do yeah, you matter do you can't earth? be created or destroyed can it right but it's like the spirit of the thing right so it's like if you destroy a mount if you could somehow destroy a mountain then the mountain, right, would, but how the do you, the mountain would die, and you could bind it to your right. Okay, so what is the spirit of? Okay, so when a fire is gets put out, you, there's a visible difference. When water dries up, there's a physical difference, right? But with earth, 
what happens? Is it like like do you do you split it? If you split a rock, I'm probably right because because I think it ha- it really does have to do with perception, right? So you have a big right. boulder. If you split it down the middle, it ceases being that boulder, right? The boulder right. has effectively died. There now, after you know, after the passing of that spirit, two more in spirits, two more spirits inhabit the remains, right? Okay, so that's really interesting then, right? And and yeah. so um, which means Earth. Earth um, shigunjas are probably almost non-existent now because they 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 can't find rocks to split because it's all water now. Everything, the, all all rock, all, all solid is now liquid. It's all mud. You know what I mean? So what if we expanded this out then, and just used the idea of binding ghosts? Right. That is the thing that you can do. And so anything right. that dies, right? So a tree that dies, you could. But the the point is, you have to be there at the moment of its passing, because if you aren't, you are not. You can't bind its spirit as it leaves. I don't know. I think I feel like that puts a weird time constraint on it, where I think it's just really interesting for people to be able to walk around and being like, somebody made a fire here. I think that's cool. Like I think that's just cool. What, what do you I, like? What do you mean? Like okay, so you're you're writing a scene in this book, mm-hmm. and there's there's a fire chaganja, and he's just walking around, and he was and he he sees a fire spirit. He's like, oh, somebody made a fire here once. Like that's just interesting. I real I realize that it it makes it less of a valuable. It makes it less valuable to be there at the time, but it's so interesting for just somebody to be walking around, and there just to be different spirits. What if it has to do with the the um, immensity of the spirit? Um, so it sticks around longer. Oh, for how? Right? Okay, and yeah. So the I like spirit that. of a mountain will continue to haunt. Like haunt? the spirit of a vol- okay. So say the spirit of a volcano, for example, right. will continue to haunt the dormant volcano even after it has died. Yeah, okay, right? that's interesting. For a long, long time because it's so such a, a oh, like, that's powerful so, spirit. Just, yeah, you just think of that. That and would so be awesome. So a pebble, a pebble that gets like a pebble just gets crushed. You could, it's like it just goes and just goes away, right? Because right. it's such a, a puny spirit. But if you're there when it's like dying right mm. you could still bind it to yourself and use it for i don't know to send a message or something um so what okay so what do you what do you use the spirits for then i guess we're kind of getting magic and less setting though i guess well magic is pretty, pretty much setting, setting yeah. isn't it okay mm-hmm. so what does that mean I mean, it's not character or plot so. right well yeah, yeah i guess that's true so it has to be setting that's the only thing that's left um yeah and i like i like the idea so so how do we want to separate this then do, do we want categories like that then I, I like i like the idea of having like the five categories of the uh, well I, mean, I think there should probably be more now because i really like the idea of like a tree dying you could bind it to yourself like mm-hmm. those sorts of things can they really talk cool. like if oh, i'm yeah. binding a, oh, yeah. a tree spirit yeah. mm-hmm. can it tell me things like and and i'm assuming that each one is going to have a different personality mm-hmm. which would be very interesting uh-huh. to write just a man like now with we have a to fire decide spirit. whether or not whether or not these things are actually sentient in a very like human way right or if they are they can communicate right they can whatever but they they're 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 inhuman in personality right they're so far from a human understanding of the world right like they think about the world so differently or are they pretty much like humans except they were once a fire i don't know i don't know which one's more interesting I feel like it would it, okay so I feel like this would focus a lot more on the characters if we did the idea of their people 
or they they act like people, but they were a fire. Because then they yeah, can have like lots the, of uh, intro. I think they should do a midway, right? Like I think they should definitely be. It should be like Condor, right? Um, like the Condor in Mistborn. Like do you you can understand them as a sentient being, as being somewhat human, but they're also very removed from human experience. Like they view the world right. in such a different way. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Right? right, because it's like okay, yes, you can communicate with the tree, and the tree can talk to you and say things like, you know, like. Oh yes, you know, over there there was the mouse and it was crawling all over me, that sort of thing. But then it's a, it's it will say like a sentence like, you know, um, you know, and and we speaking of as the forest, right? Mm. We felt this, and you're mm -hmm. like that doesn't make any sense. Like that's not a human experience. But yes, right. we as the forest felt this thing happen. Like those sorts of like sentences that will that will very much or like a fire, right? Like it's it, it's it all it wants to do. Is consume things. Mm -hmm. That's its drive in life. It's just desire. It's just just pure desire, yeah. right? And so it's and, and depending on like there should definitely be difference of personality between each spirit too. Mm -hmm. um, so like a small, like say the, the death of a torch is a very different thing from a, from the death of a wildfire. Yeah, right. The, you, the torch's bound, desire. If you bound the spirits, yeah. the the spirit of a torch, right? Its desire would be to shed light on things, right? right? To be to illuminate. While if you well, just, I mean, technically the fire. The fire's purpose is not to to illuminate things. It's the person's purpose. And I guess that has an effect on I the perception of the matter. I think we should but, definitely But at the same time, it's the same the... thing with a candle in the sense that it's it's what it what it's doing is it's burning itself. It all of course, they all want to consume, right? right. That is the underlying thing, but they also have They have a different variants. personality based on the human's perception. Exactly. So it's yeah. it's simply the spirits are 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 reflections that the spirits are reflections of the human human desire and thought on the world yeah that's interesting uh i mean we're, we're definitely straying into like spren romatics sort of thing here but i like that like it's fine right okay it's a, yeah. it's a very yeah. oriental thing it's right. a very oriental view of the world um carly wrote by the way um put it puts a new meaning to watching paint dry except it's waiting for a tree to die <laughs> Wait, what? Like, if you're just, like, you're, you're sitting there watching paint dry. That's a mm -hmm. saying. Except you're sitting there watch, waiting for a tree to die. Oh. <laughs> so, you can, so you can bind its spirit. <laughs> okay, I didn't I didn't know that that yeah. was a saying. It's a saying. That's funny. Um, So let's let's consider... um, Let's think about it this way. Who can do this? Like, how does this magic work? Can you learn how to do this? Can anyone learn how to do this? I think the person who is more in tune with their own spirit is how what they would call it hmm. is the person who knows more about themselves and about their spirit and about their personality can much easier see into the spirits and personalities of other beings so mainly you have a bunch of old people who can do this probably yeah but the people who know a lot about themselves which would be very interesting for a kid to be the main character then mm -hmm. For a kid who knows so much about himself. So it's it's literally a spiritual thing? Yeah, I think so. So so basically, like, yeah, but we're definitely going to super oriental stuff here. So it's the idea, right, of, um, what, or like, your spiritual connection to yourself and the world around you, right? Like, how much you, like, accept about yourself and, like, the world around you. How much you, like, the difference between, you know, like, um, a person who is just, just kind of, like going along for the ride and they're just like yeah i get this this is all like i accept what's happening i accept the way the world is and stuff or someone who's just constantly like trying to do things on their own or denying something about themselves like those sorts of differences um 
And what I think is the most interesting about that idea, though, from a, a Christian storytelling um, perspective, uh-huh. is simply the idea of knowing a lot about yourself gives you much more reason to change something about yourself. Mm. And I think that could be the story of the main character is everybody like, like to, in order to teach him the magic, they're like, you must accept parts of yourself. And he's, and then he starts to realize it's so much easier to accept myself if I change myself first. Right. Well, it's, it's the, it's the that, idea of, right. Like, yes, I have to accept the fact that I truly am this horrible, right. but I don't have to say that way. Right. Right. I don't have to accept that about myself, and then he, he realize he's so in well tune in that, with truth. Right. He's not bothered by truth, mm. but he that doesn't mean that he he's a sick person. It's the thing of I realize this about myself, and I accept that that's me. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to try to change it, and that's what the difference between most people who use the magic is. They're so okay with themselves that they can easily accept the truth. Yeah that they're they have these flaws Mm -hmm. and for this character he's so determined to change himself that he easily accepts the fact that he has flaws we we can play with that a little bit more i like the idea of it basically just being a spiritual connection yeah i mean what better way to have a spiritual connection than being the spiritual connection by being in tune with like your own spirit Mm -hmm. you're just tapping into the power slash potential of your spirit. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely, we're definitely straight. Well, that's the thing. We're definitely straying into um, Asian like, ph- philosophy. Right. Right? No, definitely Asian philosophy. Like, in the sense that, like, um, uh, the idea of um, ignorance versus um, versus enlightenment is the, 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 pr- the, the problem and solution of humanity, whereas Christianity has a very... Um, uh, it's funny. Some someone just wrote. Some a person I haven't actually seen in chat before wrote. Are you Christians or just kidding? <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're Christians. We're just kind of discussing this from a, a fantasy perspective, really, um, like speculative fiction section, um, or, or speculative fiction perspective. Perspective. There you go. Um, but yeah, so so you know, where a Christian perspective would be, or a Christian slash Muslim slash Jewish perspective, all three of the religions have a very um, historical centric view, where it's like the problem is sin, right? Okay. The problem is this bad thing about us, and this solution is like um, repentance or grace or whatever. Like there's a there's a, a transformation that has to happen, and then sin is defeated, that sort of thing. Whereas Asian cultures their problem is ignorance, right? You don't have the right knowledge or enough knowledge or acceptance about the way the world is or truth or, you know, whatever. And the solution is enlightenment through meditation or whatever, like, um, but I think we can, yeah, we can play with the perception of truth, right? Cause uh, Oriental cultures have a very interesting relationship with knowledge and the idea of truth and ignorance. And then we can, yeah, I think we can definitely play with that. Um, I say this as we're actually going to write this, but maybe one day. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, um, by the way, so one of the things that we did say the first time this happened, where we did the the world building sessions, these are totally up for grabs. So if you did want to take this idea and write a story about it, by all mm-hmm. means, these are these are ideas that are open to the public. 
So we're not going to yeah. sue you one day if yeah, you write a story about this because um, we'd love to read it. Heck, if you do, send it to us because that'd be awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about the idea of like... So so is it literally like anyone in the world can do this? I think so. Well, I mean, in the is sense that they have to be... Besides no, spiritual connection or whatever you decide that this is. Right, it's just these select few people have like enough connection. To what if okay, so the spiritual. What what if um, what if we add in a a thing about you could lose the power if you lose a part of your soul, if you lose something that you have a deep connection to, it like harms your spirit somehow, and you like lose the ability to, to bind um, spirits because you're no longer. Um, okay with your spirit you know you're no longer accepting truth because this terrible thing happened to you mm -hmm. yeah i like the idea of like and, and you know that it goes along with the oriental idea of like chakras being blocked and that sort of thing right? oh Where yes it's, <laughs> wow yeah, right? it's like this this thing happened to you and now you don't accept something or right. you know you're you're something's being blocked by that psychological there's psychological blocks to this mm -hmm. to this magic i think that makes sense um okay cool so Again, do we have, are there factions then? So can anyone learn to bind any spirit or um, like, is it, is it literally a cultural thing? So some cultures have learned to bind these spirits. Other cultures have learned to bind these spirits or can anyone bind any spirit? Is there any limitations um, to that? What do you want? Like, are there literally think, the water binders or whatever, you know? Well, I think, I think it's, I think, <laughs> water, water binders. binders. <laughs> oh gosh. No, I, okay. So. <laughs> so obviously we're not going to use the terminology. Yeah. Um, no, I think, it, I think that it's, it's, um, it should have something to do with like the things that you study. Like I know a lot about trees. I understand trees hmm. so I can bind their spirits. I think that if you, if you are a spirit I really binder, like that. I think if you're a spirit binder, you can see all of the spirits, but you can't convince them to be bound. Mm-hmm. So you have you to convince them. you don't understand yeah. them. So okay, okay, that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> you have to understand the. So, yeah. So this is interesting. So do we want that to be in a in a in a spiritual sense, like, or do we want that to be in a scientific sense? Do you I, have I to understand the molecular makeup? Oh, you can do it either way. I think I think that there are people oh, who have who are on the more and scientific maybe, side of things. Maybe it changes the way you bind things, or the way the spirits are bound. Okay, maybe it does. I think it shouldn't be very... I think there shouldn't be a formula for that. I think it's just... Well, I'm just curious is if there's, like, a dichotomy or, like, a new new era or wave of, like, binders who are using the scientific method to study these things instead of, like, the spiritual, you know, mysticism yeah, I think of in, the past. I'm thinking maybe that only works on some of them. I think the whole science thing probably only works on some of, some of the spirits simply for the fact that it's less personal. It's a less personal. There's no real, real connection. The connection is more knowledge. So it only works on some of them like fire science. Ones can never bind fire because they're all about desire. And so you can't really, really, you know, if you don't have a, like some sort of spiritual connection. See, that's an interesting idea because like, so if we, if we consider this right, like the pond dies, right? Right. A, a person who's looking at that with a scientific method wouldn't consider it a pawn. They wouldn't understand that as the thing, right? They would they, they would confuse as to why that's what, what how that works, because to them 
a pond is just a collection of water in a certain area. The the only thing it's really bound by is like uh, um, gravity, right? <laughs> is that it happened to coalesce in this area? Right. It's the, the the pond as a as an indiv individual entity isn't isn't related to the scientific method. Um, I like the idea maybe of like they can't bind spirits in the same way but they can maybe there's a different way that they bind things or like they can bind different types of spirits or something um i don't know i like the idea of being able to like maybe a movement that's started recently about the you know with the scientific method being used to i i like I the know. idea i just don't i don't i don't see how I'm it fits to think how right it now work. yeah now let's just let's shelve that. Yeah, that doesn't interest anything that I might be able to play with, but. <laughs> um, but yeah. So the idea then would be. Um, or the the other thing that we have to think about is. Wait, did you did we answer the question of um, who could bind what things? Oh no, it just has to do with. Yeah, it has to do with that. how you understand right. each. And so, so is there a cultural thing then? Is there like probably. one culture like it, that There's, just kind of naturally developed? Yeah, yeah it's probably. I mean, it's probably just environment. Just kind of understands, right? Yeah, I mean, most of it's probably just environment. If I grow up around these things, I understand them more. Though mm -hmm. so also, also, I feel like I feel like you know maybe the main character doesn't necessarily understand true uh, like like uh, I mean trees. But he understands because he's a child and he's growing right now. He can understand trees more easily than an old man can who's dying. Because mm -hmm. a tree is always growing. He's always maximizing his potential. That's what a tree always does. And so he's also trying to do that thing. So maybe it's not that you've observed them. It's that it's that you can convince them. It's, it's literally like if this was a burning wheel like game, persuasion. every time you spirit bind something, it would be persuasion. Except, I mean, technically there's, a, there's actually a... <laughs> to me, spirit bind is actually a... Is that uh, actually a skill? A skill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And actually, the skill you like, the thing you use, um, is bargaining. Oh, uh, <laughs> and that's yeah. like making a deal with spiritual entities, right? Huh. Yeah. So, and like literally, spirit binding in in Burning Wheel is very similar to what we're talking about here. The only huh. difference would be we would have to limit it to just being the ghosts of the dead things, right. rather than because like in that game you can like bind the spirits of the shadows and like what, but like when does a shadow die? Like you know. I mean, a shadow dies when the sun goes down. Or like a rock, well, I mean, yeah. a rock gets turned over. I mean, that's void. That's a void. The void. That's true. Yeah, oh, that's the void. I forgot thing. about that. Yeah, <laughs> the shadows. Yeah. It, it's it's not necessarily. Oh, I should stop banging that. It's not necessarily like physical. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to. <laughs> no. So so is it literally whenever the sun comes up, shadows die? Yeah. Oh, I mean, no. Shadows are born when, whenever the light goes out. That's when a shadow dies. Or no, it's the other way around because it's constant shadow. Wow, yeah. this is so weird. And and the reason that it works that like like that though is it, because it's not a physical entity like anything else. Mm -hmm. It's when the idea dies. Mm -hmm. It's it's when the the fire. There's still embers, but the fire died. So the idea, the perception has died. Yeah, I think that's the main thing, right? And so this could definitely expand out to a bunch of different areas if you really wanted to. Like you could be like. Like, okay, when, when, like, okay, here's oh the gosh, question. When a nation dies, 
When the idea of a nation died, can you bind the spirit of the nation, of the kingdom? That's amazing. <laughs> like, and there's it, so many different applications for this, I feel. Okay, so what if, what if an idea dies? What if an mm-hmm. ideology dies? Can you bind the ideology? See, that's the that's the issue, right? You could never you could never completely um completely bind an ideology because, because you would have yeah. to understand it for it for you to bind it, but if you understood it, it wouldn't be dead. It wouldn't be dead. Right? Yep, that's true. <laughs> I was gonna say there's nothing new under the sun, but that works too. <laughs> um but yeah, like the 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 idea of I, I, I feel like that would be a philosophical conversation that two characters would have in this book. Right. Right? It's like you know, I've always thought about what, what other things we could bind. Like, and he's like, can we bind it like an ideology like when it died? And then you know, the old man would be like, well, don't you have to understand a spirit to be able to bind it? How could the spirit of an ideology died if you understood the ideology? <laughs> huh. Okay, so here's a good question, though. So if it's based off of perception and ideas, what if, does, does a tree make a sound when it falls and nobody's around? For the same thing is does a does a tree actually die if nobody knows that it died well i mean if we want the idea because you said that originally right you could see like spirits of the trees or spirits of fire walking around right if if we if that's the case then yes then that they always still die because then they would okay still be all right around, that's right? The, yeah um, I, I i agree that's the thing but it's the, it's I, the I question it though. should depend on the immensity of the of the spirit like the the greatness of the mm-hmm. spirit and so like a giant like red red cedar or whatever that died right that would stick around a lot longer than a little mm-hmm. sapling that died yeah um yeah okay I, so here's mm-hmm. the question though what can you do with these we never decided right. that and so yeah that's a good question um we should probably put some I mean, I feel like from what we decided so far, since everything fast limit on what they can do, or do we want it to vary by spirit? I think it should be very. I think it should be variable all the time. It's variables. I think. I think you should be able to do something with it. So something it really just depends. General. It really just depends on how you can convince it to do to work for you. Right. How well of a like how much you can get it on your side. Like mm-hmm. if you make a friend out of a spirit, and just have it. Uh, there's not. There's not a time limit on this, right? Like you, spirits just don't go away if they're, they're bound, right? No, probably not. Okay, so what what happens? How can you unbind something? Uh, you make it angry. I don't know. <laughs> you you make it accept the fact that it's dead. <laughs> well, that's deep and t- horrible and depressing. So, so you convince it that it it's not dead and that you can still use it, mm-hmm. and then if you wanted to get rid of it, you convince it that it is dead. That's You're just manipulating <laughs> things. That's wow. What is going on? But okay, so why but what would you, you want to do that? Exactly. Though? So what do you do? What is? I'm thinking because of what we've established already that you're just bringing the spirit back to life. You're proving that it's not dead well, by the, it. What you're doing, doing is something. you're binding the idea of the spirit and the perception of the spirit to the material plane. Right. And you're recreating can, it. You're not recreating it because you're not making a new tree, right? You're just you're binding the idea of the thing, and and then, you know making it do your bidding. But like what? Because you have to think about well, like what can a tree really do for you? Like the spirit of a tree. I mean, I would have wanted to bind bound the bind the the tree in our backyard that died that we had to cut down. That was our like childhood tree. I mean, people wow. care about trees. Man. I could have bound the spirit of that refrigerator that I cried about. Yeah, when I was the yeah, dude. <laughs> that we got rid of. Yeah, I could have bound the spirit of of uh, what's his face, Bessie, 
or what? What's her face? The Bessie, the the what? The white band we had with the the flame stripes. Oh uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay, this green. is getting weird. Yeah, you could bind the spirit of cars. <laughs> but what would you do? Why? I don't understand. Yeah, so we have to figure out what you can do with these things, and I'm I'm assuming right that you could do like sorts of spiritual and physical things with them. Like you could make them kill people. You could, you know, like. <laughs> 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 but you could have them go around and like uh, attack people, right? right? Like you could have them like in the same, uh, pretty much like what a can ghost they be seen? could do, right? Because they can't be seen by everybody, can they? I think they can be they they can be seen if they want to be seen. Okay. Um, like you know, when you bound something, for example, you could tell it like if you convinced it to work for you, you could tell the tree, the spirit of the tree to like appear to someone and give them a message, right? Um, that's the thing you could do. I think I think like the basic ghost things, right? You can you can have them. You know they're they're not bound by the material plane, so they can basically go anywhere, right? Um, maybe there's a like a range when you bound it to yourself that it can't go a certain range beyond you or whatever, or else it just dies. Um, but then you can make it like attack people, um, you know, move physical objects. Um, you, you probably couldn't just depending on the size, the the, the immensity of the spirit, you could probably depending on what it was, you might be able to like have it reach inside people's chest and like squeeze someone's heart and kill them but i think it really depends on what kind of spirit it is and i think a lot of it has to depend on the intent right um you're not gonna let you're not gonna make this spirit of a flower kill someone right that doesn't make any sense it's, it's outside right. of the flower's intent unless it was a poison flower <laughs> right <laughs> but is it ever a poison flower's intent to kill anybody well it's 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 intent to protect itself and so you make it feel like it's in danger, and then it will protect itself. Wow. Right? And so there's certain intents that you have to, like, shape to your will. And so, like, a tree, right, for example, um, its intent... Is to grow. Is to grow. So you could you, you could, could bind its spirit and make yourself into... Uh, you know, you know the, you know the, like, the music in Chaotic? <laughs> oh, God. What's that? What's that? What's the music called? Uh, Fortissimo, right? Fortissimo. That wasn't even close. So to the you song. can you can do that. I think that would be kind of cool. And then maybe like you could do like the same thing that you can do that um Windle in Stormlight can do. Um, lifts Spren, where you it can like grow as vines along the no, it's in it's in Words Radiance. Um, where he can, he can like grow along, like of like a vine, and then she can like climb up the vines. Oh yeah. Right. You could have it grow as like plant. You could have it grow plants. Right. Right. And then climb up it. Like if you bound the spirit of like a vine, you could have it like grow up a wall and like climb up it. That, so that, if I yeah. bound the spirit of a fire, cool. I could create a fire. Mm-hmm. But I could also so you, could just, you could also burn down a house, right? Right. But but I could also do what? Okay, so like, like that's stimulate just... stimulate an emotion in someone. Okay, like, that's what I was curious stimulate about. Stimulate passion so, in someone. Okay, all right. I think so, I think we there's a lot of different things, and I think we don't have to like specify exactly what each of them can do, but it's just it's it's just the within the of realm of possibility, right? It's, it is cleverness, cleverness. in the it's person figuring out what you can do in manipulating the spirit into using its intent to do various things. So okay, so maybe. I mean, okay, so that's the difference between the science one and the uh, and the uh, the spirit guy, right? It's it has to do somebody with using logic versus logic, right? So it's the spiritual intent, right? So you and you know, with a person binding fire to itself, um, it could you know stimulate passion in someone, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the intent of the of of the mm -hmm. the the fire is to burn, and that's a 
uh, a metaphysical thing that you could use to your advantage. Okay, Someone right. binding the spirit of a fire right. via the scientific method right. would, would be able to understand like literally what happens when combustion happens. Right. right, and they create a fire. And they create a fire, which I mean, you could probably do with... So I, I like the idea of the basic things you can do with both the scientific method and the spiritual connection mm -hmm. method, right? So you could, if, if you bind the spirit of a fire, you can just burn things, right. no matter if you do it with the scientific method or the spiritual connection method. Right. But um, they're, they're, like, there's different things that each of them can do, right? Where the fire, right? Okay, okay, the spiritual yeah. connection, can, and I think the reason that people yeah. have either one is because of how they are connected to the spiritual realm, right. in the sense that they're connected by truth or they're connected by um, emotion. Emotion. Like feeling. Yeah. Yeah. As I, I feeling, feel I think, oh like my gosh, I, I am no, right Connor, with the it's world. It's literally the personality types. It's whether or not you're feeling or thinking. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Yep. This is really cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Carly brought up a thing that I've been thinking this whole time. Does, in this magic system, does this all mean that you can bind human spirits to your will? And I think totally. Right. Is it, the spirit because like, that's the obvious one I know it is the obvious one and that's why I feel like we can't do it no but you, you, you because that's the thing I think it, it should be a very like taboo thing you don't do right. it you cannot like this is horrible and maybe there are consequences to it, to doing it in a way that that it's not for doing it to, to non-living things maybe maybe because um, maybe binding spirits of like the elements or, or like living like trees and stuff right like it, it affects your soul in some ways and maybe like the, if you if you constantly bind fire elementals then you become more of a anger ang easily angered person or something like that right but if you bind human spirits to you parts of their personality imprint on you and you slowly just like go insane yeah so right? not only multiple personality multiple disorder okay so yes multiple personality disorder because you're binding their spirit so in the sense that they stay with me so now, uh -huh. so, so a person who binds lots of fire spirits has a growing intent to consume and mm -hmm. has, is in, controlled by desire. So, mm -hmm. the, so you're always being affected by it, but if you ha so do something to person, a person, a smart binder where right. learn several different binding methods for yep. several different things and use it to balance their personality yep. out. Right. So they have fire, water, earth, and air. And so that they can become, they, they're still grounded, mm -hmm. but like lofty. Right. And cool but hot at the same time mm -hmm. right lukewarm useful for nothing <laughs> no <laughs> temperate Connor temperate. Uh, don't forget this is a swamp so that's true yeah anyway right, but that's that's the under underlying like problem in the world is that this swamp is slowly like killing everything mm -hmm. and like I mean, pretty soon the only thing there will be to buy is this weird black oil swamp thing. And okay, it's so yeah, die. so we'll have to figure out that in a second. But I'm thinking also, okay, so have I in a human spirit? Okay, obviously mm -hmm. they stay with me like a little bit, and like they're affecting my personality. I'm not letting their spirit go. Okay, can you unbind spirits? Maybe you can't. I don't think you. Yeah, I think that would kind of kill the point. Maybe maybe there is something that we could figure out later. Where where you where you can? I mean, I'm sure there's some go. way to sever a connection, right? Right. But it's probably painful. Probably not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's it probably... should just be as easy as cutting strings. You just you just like lift up your arm. Yeah. And it's just spirit strings. You just chop chop yeah. chop. <laughs> but it's the I think there's the the idea there's a, there's a, f a few things that can make that happen, but you can't just decide. 
to unbind. So that's why binding. What if they're connected in your veins, and if you get cut, it severs some of your connections? No, no. That's actually way too similar to the elemental thing that you made up. The because it has to do with blood. Um, it, it should really be very spiritual in connection. Um, so the the idea. So what? So if these spirits just like stay around forever, I think that maybe they should have a time limit. Maybe eventually they just pass on. Maybe it, you when prolong, you bind them. Yeah, maybe you prolong okay, the so bind. You, you prolong okay. their spirit staying around, but eventually sense. they do just. And 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 the longer, the bigger the the spirit or whatever. The right. Longer so if it stays you manage you. to bind the spirit of a like a dead volcano, it will mm. probably stay around as long as you are alive because right. it's older than you. Right. right. It's so much older than you. Um, in so many ways and so much more powerful than you. So, uh, that's, you know, but you probably would actually wouldn't be able to control it. <laughs> so, okay. So now I'm just thinking of a world where a door, a giant volcano is about to go dormant and science, uh, 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 scientists have figured it out and have estimated it and they tell people the word gets out. And so a bunch of binders just climb up this volcano and sit there for like a week yeah. and they're all just waiting. And then the spirit dies and, and he's like, hello there. And well, they all try to. They all tried to th convince it that I'm the one you should bind with. Well, okay, so that's a question. That's another question. Can, Can multiple, multiple people, people bind I don't think, the same I don't spirit? think so. I think that's silly. Well, I think maybe it has... Maybe you can, but it has different effects, right? Like, it's different in this... Like, you all become... Like, really closely... Maybe you can only do it if you are very spiritually connected to the person. So, like, twins are could very easily become binders of the same thing. Or, like, but family why? members... What, because it, what because happens, it has to do what with happens when connection. multiple people bind the same thing? Why would you do that? I think, like, you just... It, it all becomes this weird, like, mind link thing, right? Where all No, but your, what would your goal be in binding that thing? Well, it's it splits the, the amount of power that you would need, right? So to bind a Dharma volcano, that's going to take some considerable willpower to be no, able to No, I'm saying, why that. would you want to... If, okay, so if I'm going to bind a volcano, mm -hmm. I want to blow up the world, probably, right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, why would I share that power? <laughs> I'm not, we're not asking why someone would do it. We're just asking, is it possible? Okay, well, I, I, I just like the idea of it making it easier because I want some awesome person to be able to bind it by, them, by themselves. Well, I don't know. You know I kind of I mean? like the idea of, like... Twins and family members and stuff. Ooh, wiggles a bit. What do you mean by... By that question, he asked, a uh, person in chat just asked, how would this binding thing work with Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Um, that's what, I, I'm pretty sure, like, he's referring to the bombing, like, with the A-bombs. Like, if you, oh <laughs> like, bound the spirit of the city to yourself, right? Because it died. I don't know. Like, that, would... that would mess you up, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would get, like, their, um... Like, yeah. Would it be like their last thoughts? Okay, so obviously, okay, so if we're talking about the city, then, then you'd probably just feel. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? If you if you bound the idea, because the, I guess the, the city didn't necessarily go away, right? Right. The idea of the city didn't die necessarily. Um, if a, if a city legitimately <laughs> did, die, no, because they're still around. Like. Okay, the ruins are. I, okay, I guess that's no, still... still around. You're showing my study. No, no, I know that, but it's it's not in its glory. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a dead city. According to our perception, that's a dead city. I can't live there anymore. Well, yeah, not, yeah. At least not in the places that... Actually, I don't remember. 
Has the radiation died I'm yet? Assuming, I'm assuming there's still the radiation there. Yeah, that makes sense. I actually have never looked into this. Um, I'm curious now. Um, oh, I definitely wouldn't want to bind radiation. <laughs> <laughs> you bind the spirit of the atomic bomb as it dies. Uh, oh, my god. What gosh. in the world? This is crazy. This is so awesome. Oh, I love this. Wow. That's how the zombie that apocalypse would start in the future. Man. Somebody creates radiation and uh What if a star died? Would you have to be close? Oh <laughs> okay, okay. No, so this is the thing. Sun this is obviously in the three hundred and seventy fourth cycle. Right. Right? This is in our mega universe that we've put all of our stories in. And so I totally want to see a spirit binder. In the, okay, in do the I have to be close, who binds the dying star. Do I, do, I, do I have to be close? Yeah, you have to be close. So I, I have to be in talking distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, you would have, like, technology that could probably help you out with that. Telescope. I can see you. Well, you would have, like, listening device, too. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. That's uh, crazy. Chat says it didn't did completely destroy everything just at the center. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, so, so a part of the city part of the city... So yeah. the buildings died. Mm-hmm. That'd be so weird to to to, to talk to us a, a spirit about the connection that a building had to the rest of the city, mm-hmm. and like why different buildings didn't like each other because they were in competition. Yeah, yeah. Carly's like, "Is binding a supernova sounds dope." <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Like yeah. seriously, that dude. That's intense. What would you do with that? I see, and this is what's so cool about this sort of world building stuff, right? If you'd go with just a simple premise that has certain limitations it opens up a world of possibility for interesting things right so if you have the premise of you bind dying things to, like the spirit of dying things to yourself but you don't limit what dying things you can do there's so many dying things right that mm-hmm. you could and it has to do with perception right and it, oh that's so interesting. so if i don't okay so i think one of the things should be that i'm not just walking around listening to spirits of all the dying things in the world it's the things that i have i perceive have died so if i see a tree and I and it's and it's dead, but I don't know that it's a dead tree. I don't know that it's spirits there. So we're not because we're getting else, territory here, because or else I'm walking around and tons of things are dead, and I have no use for all these dead things, and I'm just clawed. My mind is just clotted with spirits everywhere. Because think of how many things die. Mm-hmm. Think of how many bugs die. On a daily basis in your backyard. Gosh. <laughs> like, just like spirits everywhere. Yeah, it's, like, it's literally like what would happen. Yeah, bacteria. It would have so to do with perception. It would have to do with perception. So if I know so, that something that's is the dead thing, or though. Died. That's the thing, though. Like, I feel like someone who did this, used the scientific method, method version of this and learned about, like, what, like learned about bacteria, mm-hmm. they would just start seeing little tiny spirits everywhere all i want to do like they would put their hand down and they realize that they just killed like a million different bacteria i just "Ah." i just want to see an interlude of a man walking around and seeing bacteria die Uh everywhere and he uses it to create a plague wow oh my gosh no someone is in europe when the like the black plague dies when it stops Uh and the plague dies and then Gosh. And they bind the spirit of the plague to themselves. <laughs> it's just, it's just doing, it's just, and he just, just, just smiles. It's literally the reaper just walking next to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so. Awesome. Yeah, it would be so cool to write what they look like. Like, mm-hmm. what does the spirit of a fire look like? Mm-hmm. 
Right, and that's the thing, right? It has to do with perception, and so they would all probably look humanoid, right? What if they look different to each person? I mean, probably. Based on their perception of what yeah. they see. Mm-hmm. So someone someone who, like, um, uh, is super in tune with, like, elements as being elements and not like they someone who doesn't anthropomorphize them in in their minds mm-hmm. would just literally see like a fire right mm. just like this like spirit of an actual fire or someone who like personalizes, personalizes them right sees it as an old sees man them as like an old a, a, man a young with, like, a young boy hair, right yeah. yeah or something yeah a young child probably a young child Depends, filled yeah. with desire mm-hmm. oh this is so cool <laughs> um okay okay so we got to make a story though <laughs> um What's the? So, I mean, so so the plot, right? Is okay. so we're going to plot them characters. Out, well, okay, so the, the plot is they have to stop the encroaching swamp, right? right? Um, that's that's the plot. Mm-hmm. That's a simple plot. You have to figure it's it's a quest story, right? Probably where you they gather companions and they go to defeat this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously, right? The encroaching, the encroaching, um black oil water is caused by void spirits mm-hmm. right it's obviously it's it's a bunch of yep it's a bunch of like old magic users who um have void spirits and because this is the thing oh no because this is the thing right we don't want to go with i don't think we want to go with a decanter of endless water anymore right <laughs> well, right because it, yeah. it doesn't fit in the the concept we created and so i think the idea would probably be right the spirit of like um a spring or something or yeah, I think you know, an ocean. right i think an ocean dried of, up oh right we that's what we said right yeah. the spirit of an ocean and his his um right his his uh desire is to flood everything mm-hmm. is to yep. submerge things yep and so whoever it is and so what, what, what has to happen though right Wait, is this person assume, is still alive did you just assume the gender of the oh, ocean sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> well the thing right like the person um who bound the spirit would probably view that person yeah gender right yep um because it would just be it has to do with perception because the, the elements don't care about gender yeah, at all so exactly. they don't have gender and so it, it wouldn't actually be that they had the gender it would just be the person who's doing them as such you know they would anthropomorphize them because it's easier for them to understand them that mm-hmm. way so i would feel that someone who has more spiritual connection would probably see them less and less anthropomorphized yeah. Right, you can see them more and more like their actual true form. Oh, that's so complicated. I I couldn't write this. Oh, I, I could not write this. I'm book. very tempted to just drop everything. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I need to actually finish my book. Finish your book and then write this. Yeah, maybe. I've got so many ideas, man. Um. Okay. So, but this is the thing, right? Like, if he, if the guy bound the spirit of the ocean, this is probably a really old dude, right? Oh, duh. It's a really old dude who bound the spirit of a dying, like, thousand-year-old tree and is using it to keep himself immortal. <laughs> and then also bound an ocean and is using it to drown all life. <laughs> okay, but let's say that person died. Would the ocean stop flooding? Yeah, probably, right? Like, Because the, the spirit that has been bound moves on with the person who bound it. I think so. Right? Okay, so the person has to be still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So just that's found why the I'm tree. Saying, that's okay. why I'm saying the tree. Okay. Right? That's why. That's why I said the tree is because then he can be immortal. Okay, so why do you want to drown the world? What kind of jerk? <laughs> um. Oh, pff, 
I mean, obviously, it's because he bound an ocean to himself. No, it's because he bound a tree to himself. What? He, if we bound the tree first, it became immortal. No, no, because we had it. We had we said it had to do with personality, right? Right. This was a, a person who bound water spirits to them to themselves their entire life, and then as the capstone, they bound an ocean to themselves simply and, for power's and sake. All of their desire went into submerging everything. Right. That's all they cared about. And then he was like, "I want to do this so badly." Yeah, uh, and he's tree. constantly tree. He's, and he was like, "Okay, tree." Tree. Bound myself to a Bound tree, myself to a so tree. I can keep doing this and and, yeah. and that was easy for him because trees are all about growing and maximizing their potential so the more he would he gathers the ages of trees the more he wants to maximize his potential and keep keep filling the and earth and submerging right? things and keep spreading yeah the roots no 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 what he did was he bound himself to the spirit of a weird magical immortal mushroom Sorry, come again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew, that, I knew that was gonna happen. But the reason is because of the weird black oil thing. Right. It's it's because of the decomposing thing. He bound himself to a weird magical like immortal mushroom, the, the, the or the spirit of a, like a really really long lived magical mushroom tree thing. Right. Okay. Like why woody... is it a magical mushroom no, tree? No, thing? Because magical because mushrooms don't live that long. Is what I'm saying. Okay. But why was it magical though? It was magical because it lived that long. But why did it live that long? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I already explained this. No, but what I'm saying is, right, that would give him the desire to decompose everything. Uh, right? Okay. So it's basically a person who's just bound themselves to things that caused their personality to shift so drastically that they wanted to destroy all life on yep. Earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, right? And, and that's the idea, right? Is that... This is because um, uh, person in chat just just wrote water gives life, and and that would be the case, right? Like, if if he just spread right. an ocean everywhere, like that's one thing, right? Because then yes, all the humans would die, but the fish would be alive, right? Right. But that's not what it is. Right. It's death water, right? It is an ocean of blackness that dis that destroys all life, right? And so it's just he he bound a bunch of like spirits of shadow and disease to himself right and he and... put he put those things he bound them into the water and that's why the water is now an entity mm -hmm. he bound so many things into a body of water that it became the spirit is controlling it mm -hmm. and it's like the water is moving and and doing things and literally... how would there how have there been there have been like reports no of, uh... no this is what happened connor he became all of those spirits he bound so many things to himself that they all just became that he him. he died. He... And then the spirits convinced him to stay. Oh my god! <laughs> That's amazing. Wow! So, so yeah, because all of it? their desires, they, they were going to pass on with him too, right? Right. And they all convinced each other to stay on. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. They became this weird, like just synthesis of all these different spiritual entities that yeah. just wanted to destroy all life. Wow. <laughs> so how do they kill it? Uh, well, they don't. They all die. <laughs> <laughs> how do they beat that? Um, well, okay. So the obvious thing here, right, is that there is a, a chosen one of some sort. Because we have so much spiritual connection sort of thing. Right. You have someone, and, and the, 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 the thing that they do, right, is that it's all based on you have to bind this one thing that will that will defeat it, right? 
We've right. got to find the one spirit that, that that it can that can combat this. It's and it's probably legitimately the spirit of a dharma, the sport, the spirit of a dying volcano, because it could it could dry up all of the water. No, because this is what you could do. It could dry up all of the water, and then cover with cover with magma, which would become volcanic soil, which would produce new life. Okay. That's literally what it is. The book is this old master guy training this young upstart because he knows he's going to die soon. He's mm -hmm. not going to live long enough because he, he they've been tracking. And then we also have the character who has the scientific method because he can track when the volcano is going to die. Mm. Right? And, and they are training him to be the best binder possible so that when that volcano dies, he has to bind it to himself so that he can succeed. There we go. That's the book right there. We're done. The end. <laughs> That's this amazing. has been the Christian artist. That's actually amazing. Like, wow, this is one of the coolest stories I think we've. I've. I. Well, wow, this is awe-inspiring. Okay, so obviously he doesn't succeed, though, right? He doesn't succeed in in, in binding the volcano, and then what happens then? What happens? And then he has to find the. The like one of his loved ones. So this has been dead. Why? Why doesn't he? There has like why doesn't he? Um, there has to be some sort of magical reason, spiritual reason, um, character growth reason, probably really. Why he, he doesn't, doesn't? He fails in binding the volcano because his master dies, to... and he feels like he's lost him. He, oh what? Oh that's such a. He the, his master's an idiot, and he and he's like I have to make sure that he trains for this before I die. But he dies before the volcano goes dormant. Mm -hmm. And then because they've spent so much time together and they're spiritually connected, he loses his connection to the spiritual realm because he just lost a part of his being. Because oh, his right. master he has just the traumatic died. Change. Yes. Yeah. His his master dies right before deal, the volcano. He has, he to, has deal to deal with, with that. The death. Yeah. And so he can't. And so he that the, the volcano dies mm -hmm. and he has to go there. Well, this is the thing, right? Like even if he, we were already established in the in the fiction, right. that it sticks around, right. right? So he has another chance, and that's right. that's that's what, that's what happens, right? He fails the first time, and because he's still dealing with his master's death, right? And then he has to deal with that. I mean, is this it's solution all about that, new life? Is the solution his that his master's he, kid is born, or like his grandson, or or something like that? He, okay, so yeah, his his master like like um was married, and then like his wife died, and he had like one daughter. And his daughter gives birth, and as soon as his daughter gives birth to like a son, he his he, the the main character is his present there. No, and obviously he... the main character is the grandson of this guy. And it's 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 no, what it is is he this grandson, um, during the course of the of the of the book gets married, and it is the birth of his own child that lets him get over this, because it's the it's it's the, all it's about getting new over life. death. Because new, new life. Because new life. And that, and that will be such a cool story. Because it will directly because go into the volcano causing, causing new, new life. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Wow, this is super cool. <laughs> well, okay. This is the thing, right? Like, the Why volcano... wouldn't he bind his master to him? I mean, because that's super dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he probably just wouldn't is. be able to convince him. Maybe he tries. Oh, gosh. Maybe, maybe he, he tries, tries yeah. and he's like, no. 
how dare you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> because like, obviously his bachelor would not like Yeah, he's either. like, are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> like, after all I taught you? Yep. And, and he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, if uh-huh. you're dead, I, I'm losing my spiritual connection. I won't be able to, to bind the volcano. And he's like, he's like I if, trained you better than that. No, no he's like, if listen, if you bind yourself to me, your spirit will be so messed up that you will never be able to figure yeah. out yourself again. You never bind yourself to a dying old man when you're trying to create new life. Huh. Wow. That's so interesting. <laughs> Car- okay. So I'm going to read you a couple of comments Carly's had over the course of this. Um, dude, this is such a cool som- concept. Yes, write this. I'm up to my ears in just thinking about going back to my book. Weird, magical, immortal mushroom. <laughs> this is rad. Yes. Oh, gosh. Wow. So. This is so legit. I love doing episodes like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is super cool. This is super cool. I think that's it, right? Like, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't really know what else to, but, so to like, say right, about the it. The ending is the volcano spreads, and obviously there's still some civilization left over, mm-hmm. right? I think at some point during this, during the course of this, there should be, because um, you know, it's it's the it's the the water slowly encroaching, right? Right. And I think what what has to be done, right, is that um, what was the thing? How can you how can you kill? Could he? Okay, so we see literally killing the spirit by doing this with the volcano. No, he's binding it to himself. No. How do you solve that problem? Right, then? that's because what I'm thinking. The only way to solve the problem of somebody bound something huge is for somebody else to bind something. He kills them. Hmm? The 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 science guy, this the science the the scientific guy. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to kill him as soon as he does it. That was the thing that he's been training for. As soon as he does that, he's supposed to kill him. And the science guy doesn't tell him. Yep. Until his master dies. And yep. so that in, in also is messing him up. And he has to come to grips with not only is his legacy going to continue on because his child is still going to live, but he has to sacrifice himself for the good of everything. Because he has to bind that spirit to himself and then the guy has to kill him. And then they will, they will all die. And the reason... Okay, and what works perfectly though is as soon as he binds himself to the volcano, he's okay with dying. Because what would okay, binding yourself to a volcano. You're you're erupting, you're oozing out, you're you're destroying I mean, everything okay, around you. None of this binding to any none of these spirits would make him okay with dying, um, unless he was unless somehow death itself died and you bound to the spirit of death. But that's not a concept that will probably ever happen but, because if but death if is de- the absence of life. But it's based on perception. We perceive death as a thing, but death can't die, because if death dies. Death still exists because that death died. Exactly, that's what I'm that saying. Doesn't... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But um, if 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 humanity ever, if humanity cured ever death. cured death, then death would die. But then that's death. The idea of death is still there. You cured physical death, but you didn't cure the idea of death. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to cure that. What would you do with that? I don't even know. I mean, you kill people, obviously. <laughs> What? <laughs> you cured death, huh? 
Well, guess what? I found the spirit of death, and now I'm the person who can kill anyone. I'm the only now person I am who can literally kill. the Reaper. And he's the only person who can kill. Yeah. Wow. There's so many. He just becomes the dictator of death and just kills everybody he wants to kill and lets live everybody he wants to let live. I mean, that's literally what happened the first time that death existed. <laughs> this is just a cycle of. Okay, now we're just getting into weird, weird stuff. <laughs> My jaw literally dropped. <laughs> oh, wow. There's so much weirdness happening right now. Um, what were you talking about? Uh, volcano. What <laughs> the effect of a volcano have no, on yeah, your I mean, being? No, I mean, it's just the idea where you, you, you bind yourself. He binds himself to the volcano. Right. Just, like, uses the... I'm, I'm thinking, so... Well, yeah, we could either do that with the idea that you just mentioned, or right. we could just say it would all depend on plotting and the way you set up the promises to the reader and stuff and the foreshadowing. But you could probably also just say that the volcano god could just the volcano um, spirit could just go kill the guy. Right. In the process of destroying the water and stuff, the volcano spirit just like gets into a fight with the spirit and just like takes him out. That's the thing you could also think. It would really depend on the he way binds you the it. volcano spirit and the volcano spirit goes and fights. So it's just yeah. it just turns into a kaiju for spirits. Mm-hmm. But that's Deus Ex Machina, isn't it? I mean, not if the whole story is about being good enough to bind this thing, right? That's true. And he Think becomes he melds with it, so it becomes like a Zord battle where he's like inside <laughs> it. He yeah no like. <laughs> No, think about and that, that though. That even more oriental. Yeah, Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> no, think about that. I mean, well, first of all, it's kaiju, yeah. and then secondly, uh-huh. Power Rangers. Gosh. Wow. No, but think about that though. If you bound your something to that big, something that big. Well, so you... that's the thing. What probably has to happen, right, is that you—that's what happens. That's the the original idea, right? Is that you could just do this, but then the scientific guy is like, "Yeah, I have the backup plan." And I gotta tell okay, you, so you, you have to, to just, bind yourself to this. You needed to get rid of the black water, is what he says. And, and then he's like, well, you're going to have to die though. Oh my gosh. And then he says, no. Oh my gosh. What? Girl, I just, girl, I just said, this is like really intense Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh gosh, you're capturing the spirits. Wow. I choose you, Volcano. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Wow. Use dodge attack. <laughs> wow, this is so good. Oh, and this actually reminds me. I think there's this, there was a series by, um, oh, what's his face? I have a book by him on my bookshelf over there somewhere. I don't know. Where is it? Uh, it's the guy who does, oh, Jim Butcher. That's what it is. Jim, Jim Butcher. Butcher. Jim Butcher makes made a series called Furies of Calderon, which has been described to me as the Roman Empire meets Pokemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think there was some sort of thing with, like, you had, like, yeah, elementals that, like, battled each other or whatever, mm. um, which is might be somewhat similar to this, right? Um, but I, I'm pretty sure we have a, a unique thing going on here, so. Hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> so I think we're we're about good on this. So I guess. so pretty much what it ends up happening is the science guy is like, "Yo, I'm gonna have to kill you," and he's like, "All right, I I you know I, he has to learn to accept that." And once he does, the science guy is like, "Wait, no, I don't have to kill you. Why don't you just have the volcano dude fight it?" 
Hmm. I don't know. I think I like the idea of... What if the other way around? What if they planned on having the volcano spirit fight it? And then they realize, the Fogina thing realized he can't win. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And right. then it's like, okay, And then right. the scientist guy is like, all right, I gotta kill you, sorry. Yep. And then, so so instead, the volcano is like being beat. And so then he just says, okay, I'm using your spirit, and we're gonna do this instead. Mm-hmm. And he creates the, the and he, he like creates all the volcanic, like mass all over the world, and destroys the black water, and creates new I mean, life. That, that, I think that would be the idea no matter what, right? It's right. that they were gonna do that. But that is the idea of how do you kill the immortal god spirit thing. And I think I think it probably should come down to the scientist has been planning. Like, this is the thing that the, the old man and the scientist guy what had talked about What if he binds forever. the spirit to himself and then dies and then gets killed? Who? Him. Which guy? The main Can't character. say him. Okay, All so the main character, character, the main so character binds the spirits of the, the guy who created all this Blackwater stuff. Mm-hmm. Convinced them to mind to himself, and then the science guy kills him. That's exactly. That's what I thought you were saying originally. Oh no, he he what were you he binds originally? the volcano to himself, and the volcano spirit and the other spirits fight. No, but I thought that's what you were saying originally. Originally, before we had that idea, wasn't that what you were saying that you that he'd have to bind the immortal gods like dark avatar thing to himself, and then the scientists would have to kill him? No, I don't. What were you saying originally? Though? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I said that, uh, that's what I was under the impression that the idea was the whole time. Mm. I don't know. So, so, <laughs> no, because when you were like, the, the scientist had to kill him, right? And then it was this whole The scientist thing. had to kill him because he bound the volcano to himself. And what happens when you bind oh. the volcano to you? You oh, probably no, want no, to that's consume never, that's all That's never life. what I was thinking. I was thinking that he, I thought that you were initially No, I was, I, I was trying to think of what would happen if you bound a volcano to you. Because the, oh, the reason this happened is because he bound a, an ocean to himself and wanted to to, to cover. Oh, that's true. Uh, submerge everything. What happens when you bind a volcano to you? That's true. Okay, so we could have both. We could have that. Okay, so we could have the idea, right, where um, this, that is the what they talked about, right? Right. The old man and the scientist right. were talking about like, yeah, like we already know that this is what will what will what it will do to him. Right. And so if he destroys tries burning the entire world down, right, you, you have kill to him. kill him, right? Yep. And and he, he ends up being able to control it, right? Mm-hmm. Because he had trained enough, right? Mm-hmm. Had, but they find out that you can't kill the avatar, the dark avatar thing with right. it, right? Um and so they still have to go with that plan. But by that point, he's okay with it. Right? Because he bound because... the volcano, he has this weird change no, of no, personality. No, no, not because he not because he he bound the volcano, but because they had had that conversation come up beforehand, and he was angry at first. But then he's like, actually, yes, I understand that if if I go crazy, you will have to do this to me. Right. No, but he. But I. I think no. I think he doesn't come no, to that. And it's the idea, right? Where where um they they find out there's like, oh well, you can control the volcano. That's great. And he's like, all right, well, I won't have to kill you. This is awesome. Now you can just take him down and everything right. will be fine. And then they figure out, they realize that he can't take him down. And then right. it's like, okay. But the reason he's okay with it is because he just bound a volcano, which is all about new life. Old life going to new. And the story of his his master dying and just, just the circle of life. Just the cycle of life is what's mm-hmm. going on. And he realizes that this is the only way. And so his life is being used. His spirit is being used up in a sense, to bless the rest of everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the moral of the story is, so let's say his main character's name is, uh, what's, a, what's a cool Japanese name? 
I mean, the standard one is Takashi. Takashi? But that, okay, don't so, do that one. So <laughs> Jesus, like most... Jesus is the greater Takashi. That's the moral of the story. That's actually legitimately what it is, though, yep. because he has to take on the darkness mm-hmm. himself. And obviously, you have to say that he he uh, he resurrects at the end. I mean, he just he did just find a volcano, which yeah. is all about new life. I mean, and all that's literally what happens. I know, I mean, yeah, he goes dormant. Yep. When he dies, and then he and then he erupts. Yeah. perfect okay that would be a really cool story if it'd be like he he like cheats death and it's like that's dumb how can he cheat death he literally bound the spirit of a volcano Mm -hmm. what happens when a volcano dies well it goes dormant and then a volcano never really dies (laughs) like unless unless the the flow of life is taken away from it so like a hundred years later he like come back to life or something like that oh that could be kind of cool on the same day that the volcano no, we end the story with with the the science guy telling a story to to like a bunch of children or his kid. He's telling the story to his kid. Caleb, Caleb, the science guy is t- the epilogue is the science guy telling the story to his kid and saying, mm-hmm. "So, so he died, right? And like, but what happened to the the story about rebirth and all this stuff? Like, like he can't just stay dead, can he?" And he's like, "Well, of course not." And he's like, remember that volcano that went dormant? How much longer do you think it'll be until it erupts again? Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't you think? Don't you think he's going to come back to life when the volcano erupts again, too? Well, maybe. So this is the thing, right? Like, I don't think you could bind the spirit of the volcano unless it legitimately went inst- extinct. Right. So right? it for sure did die. So it for sure did die. Hmm. Yeah. Oh no! What happens is there's like there's like some sort of an earthquake or something that happens, and it it like creates a crack in the Earth's crust or whatever, right? Like or below, it does some weird magma magma things, uh, and it re like it comes back to life, right? And the last or, the last scene we get is literally just and the Earth's the Earth's crust um opened up, and lava shot through the volcano. He breathed in. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's cool. <laughs> uh, and we're good. We're done. The so, stone rolled away. So uh, Carly, Carly said about no, said by the way, Caleb, the what? stone rolled away. Oh my god! <laughs> the curtain was ripped in half. Wow. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So uh, Carly said, um, "I want to be on one of these episodes, please. They're so fun." Okay. All right, sounds so, good. So, yes. Do you want to... I mean, if you want to, you could be on the next two yeah. for the, the series. I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. That sounds like a great time. It sounds like a fun um, time. Yeah. I honestly was just thinking, oh, it'd be cool if David was here. <laughs> yeah, we should get some... We yeah. Should, we should maybe invite another person or something. And all... So, Carly. I mean, right. No, I mean, yeah. even besides Carly. No, you get, you get more than three people. I mean... For a world-building episode? We did it with uh, Trevor and David and you and I, remember? We, we, like, all we day. We did that, didn't we? We did that for an entire day. Yeah, all, all day. We just like came up with cool worlds. <laughs> Heck yeah. Those are the best days of my life. <laughs> That's when we came up with the idea for the to, to look Skyward. Yep. Changed my life, You man. still haven't finished. Nope. <laughs> so a couple people have been saying rude things at the chat and I've been banning them. Right. Um, and uh, I've deleted their messages. Um, mm-hmm. But... Um, one person was calling us nincompoops. 
uh. um, and saying, why aren't you answering? Like, why aren't you talking to me? And I wasn't talking to him because he was being rude. Right. Um, and Carly wrote, it's a podcast, so they don't just re-chat the entire time. They have actually, they have to actually say things. They ain't nincompoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to our defense, oh, Carly. Boy. Appreciate uh, yeah. that. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that at all. She also said, this is brilliant. And yes, again. So I feel validated that Carly thinks this is so awesome. I've had a fantastic time. This is, I, honestly, this is probably the coolest idea. This has been really, really Except cool. for Rules of Creation. This is the best idea we've ever come Which also with. involved lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a simple story when you get down to it. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so cool. It's not an epic mm-hmm. fantasy. It's a simple story. It's, it's a simple... No, this or one. This one. Okay. this one. It's a simple story say, like, like Naruto. Story it's a simple like Naruto story where it's just about a guy who wants, he needs to get stronger. Mm-hmm. Or like Dragon Ball Z. It's just yep. a guy who needs to get stronger. And I imagine, right, that the, the, the entire like... Um, the entire like book would take place over the course of like maybe like a year or two, right? Yeah. And would like be skipping ahead mm-hmm. and, and like different training things. And the, the hard about part training. about writing that would be exposition from the master telling him all these stories, instead of it being like he figures it out for himself. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. I guess you'd have to blend that with okay, if you do this thing, I'll let you know what's going on. Right. And then I mean, it seems like he, he earns has it. to learn right. how to do it, right? He can't just well. Just no, I mean, being told the, no, the no, no, knowledge no. is not understanding. not the knowledge. I mean, the knowledge of why they have to do this. Oh, right, right, right. You know, like them figuring out that oh, it's this dude who bound the spirit to himself well, maybe, and then died, and they bound him to himself. I mean, maybe they don't know that yet, and they maybe don't figure that out to the end that. when they fight it. And he's oh, like, yeah, that makes sense. and he's like, like, like. I mean, maybe the original idea is literally just use the volcano to cover all the water and burn it up right right because because the spirits never left that's what they're probably thinking the guy died but the spirits never left mm. and it's like well that's very strange like that never happens yeah, that defies what that we defies know what we know so we have to fight it back kind of thing and mm-hmm. that's pretty it's, Something it's done horribly pretty much yeah there's there's a, right, a rupture in the balance that's is what's the, going on right they're what trying the, to restore balance that's what the, the old man world. and yeah. the scientist are figuring out this entire right. time right they are um they're they're trying they're using their particular ways of figuring things out to find out how to defeat this thing and right. and like what happened in the past. Um, maybe the scientist is also like a scholar of history too, and so he's like looking back in the history of this. Um, I think we we already did establish too that he was gonna have a love interest because he's gonna get married in during this time. Right. Do we want that to just be an extra character? Right or or should that no, be, it should be the, the scientist? scientist guy. Yeah, except it's the science girl. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the scientist has or to kill we could, him. Or, to be honest, we could have it the other way around. We could have the main character be a girl and the scientist be a guy. Uh, which is also kind of cool. Yeah. I'm not sold on the gender for any of these characters, so. We could also have the the, the grandfather be a grandmother. Who knows? I don't care. <laughs> we could just roll randomly. <laughs> yeah, let's just roll a 1d3. Yeah. And just see what happens. It's what? Of one three for each character, so they're male, female, or other. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, there's three characters. Yeah, yeah, no, flip a coin. Yeah, for each character. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this right now. Are we We're literally keeping it. doing it? Okay. We're keeping it. All right. So we'll just roll for the master and the. Uh... Uh, tails, male, and female heads. No, but Caleb. I'm not going to make the joke. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I specifically I, said Ephesians, that to not Ephesians, so you wouldn't be able yep, to make a joke. Ephesians, man. Man is the head of the household. Yeah, shut up, Connor. <laughs> uh, okay, so, I apologize uh, for nothing. Heads. Female. So, female. 
Okay, I'm down that. What was this one? Um, scientist. No, the scientist has to be a guy. Oh, right. Then <laughs> grand person. Okay, so master. Yeah. Guy or girl? Dude, California. <laughs> it fell out of my hand. <laughs> I can't keep my hand flat. There, tails. Okay, so male. So, yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, okay. I'm super down with that. So we have the so so that um that puts in a, a definitely a definite um definitely more um sad situation when the love interest has to reveal to the girl that he's been planning to kill her if things go wrong, right? And, and they fell in love on accident, and that, well, that's obviously. The thing, right? no, obviously. Right. And, and maybe, like, that's the thing, right? He probably tells her because he decided not to do it, right? Right. And then she's like, no, you, <laughs> no, have, you have to. you have to do it, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah. good. Yes. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I love this. This is so much fun. Okay. All right. That's that. Cool. Awesome. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, this has been the Christian artist. Um, stories are cool. It's a fun time. So next week we will do, uh, which will pr- uh, probably be Monday, um, probably <laughs> uh, eight p.m. Central Standard Time. We will do uh, speculative fiction and characters part two. Um, with, so... with characters instead of. So we're starting with characters yeah, next week. Characters okay. is the focus okay. next week. Um, and then next week after that will be plot. plot. Start with a plot, interesting plot, and then create mm-hmm. the things around it. Mm-hmm. So characters are more as plot So characters tools. next. So more like the arrival as a movie. It starts with the plot. Yes. And then the characters fill in the plot holes. I mean, to be honest, that could also be considered a setting story. The arrival? Um, it's an idea story. It's an idea story. Right. Which I guess, I guess, yes. Which is a plot Probably story. the plot story. Yeah. Because it would be, it would be, they'd be using the mice quotient and they'd be like, exactly. oh, this is an idea story. That means right. we ask a question. So, okay. So, so for the, for the one we do plot, we should roll on a random plot table. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll look up, in the meantime, we'll look up some like methods of plotting and right. maybe find a. And of course for next week, we'll, we'll roll on a D16, figure out which personality, personality? each character so that's the thing. Are we going to do the personality types as the focal point? I mean, what I'll do, I'll I'll re re listen to the the character episode we did last time and okay. remember kind of parallel did. it. Um, and just see if yeah. well, obviously we won't do the same method, but we'll. I'm gonna. I'm curious as to what we even use. I don't even remember. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. I should probably go to bed. Yeah. I should do, yep. All right. Sounds good. All right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore Art underscore Show at Facebook at facebookcom Show and at our website at ChristianArtistShow.com. Thank you so very much for listening, Carly and Wiggles a bit, um, who have been the main two people uh, commenting and uh, being involved in the and uh, uh, being polite and appropriate and being super polite and appropriate yeah. and talking about cool story stuff because yeah. that's been awesome. Uh, yeah. We love Made This Podcast, and I'm super excited about this return to the trilogy of speculative fiction. Um, another thing that to be looking out for um, when we... Well, that's coming up, at least, in the podcast, is when we get to episode 100, that's going to be our mm, um, right trivia, mega trivia night thing. Um, we're going to have Carly, and we're going to have Hannah Lotch, and me and Connor, and we are going to... I'm going to I'm gonna gather um, a bunch of questions from all of the episodes of the christian artist and we are going to have a mega trivia contest to see who knows the most about the podcast that they have been on <laughs> i'm going to lose <laughs> the guy who's been on it the most yeah he's going to lose so yeah uh and
and Chase just entered the room and ruined the ending. So we'll just that's okay. Be done. That's good. <laughs> good night, everybody. Uh, yeah. Good night. Now it's the uh, awkward wait for Caleb for to watch And we will be back next week. Adios. <laughs>